West Virginia led late, but ultimately, the Texas Tech defense was too much for the Mountaineers. West Virginia had opportunity after opportunity, but could not get any offense going from anyone not named Taz Sherman. The rebounding problems continued while the lack of a true player at the five position proved costly once again. Now sitting at 2-4 in conference play, West Virginia will have their sights set on Oklahoma on Wednesday. This is the BlueAndGoldSports.com podcast. going on wesley shoemaker back here with aaron parker and quinn burkett on the blue and gold sports.com podcast following a west virginia defeat at texas tech the mountaineers uh hung with texas tech early eventually losing by 13 on the road mountaineers now sit at two and four in conference play and there's a lot to unpack from this game i think first off you have to unpack with west virginia struggled again Finding another score besides Taz Sherman. Obviously, this year it's been Sean McNeil and Taz Sherman. But for me, the biggest thing was Taz Sherman seemed to carry this team. And when he wasn't going offensively, this offense wasn't going. I think another part is the turnovers, a lot of unforced errors leading to Texas Tech points tonight. And that just can't happen. Aaron, biggest takeaway from today in the loss to Texas Tech. I got WVU's lack of rebounding. Um, kind of saw it coming with Texas Tech's physicality, but 15 offensive boards for Texas Tech, and then they got 20 defensive. That's just not going to get it done. Uh, the positioning wasn't good. I guess there's a couple of times where maybe Texas Tech went over the back or something, but WVU was just not getting it done on the boards. Um, not much help. I don't think Bridges and Cottrell were getting in there and uh, getting the boards they needed to get, so rebounding. Gwen. Yeah, I think it was just uh, Texas Tech's offensive um, surge in general. They, I mean, West Virginia turned it over 17 times, but when you have uh, players leave like Matt McClellan, Kyler Edwards, and Micah, Micah Peavy, I mean, and you still have the production that you do with Terrence Shannon Jr., uh, he was obviously the, the biggest scorer today, um, and he broke a number of ties just because it was such a back-and-forth game. Um, but I think between Terrence Shannon and Obener, um, Texas Tech's going to have a really strong offensive offense moving forward in big pole play. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the offensive part, I also think that West Virginia needs to be better. I think their baseline out of bounds sets sucked. Um, I think they have to. They have to find something on the inside because if you don't, you can just lock up McNeil and Sherman on the outside, and then it becomes a three-on-five if your next three can beat you. And when you have your leading score besides them, Malik Curry and Jalen Bridges in foul trouble, it really doesn't hurt. Obviously, fouls, I think, were a big, big part of today's game. Uh, combined 50 fouls between both teams, but Texas Tech shot 36 free throws. West Virginia shot only 22 um Huggins the Mountaineers obviously can't be happy with that kind of whistle but Aaron what do you think that the Mountaineers should do if they find themselves in a situation where they have their big men and their whole inside front court in foul trouble yeah you gotta gotta get Sean involved I mean McNeil he, he didn't have a very good game today only seven shot the ball two of seven from the field he was he was really absent to be honest with you um so he's got to get more looks. Um, the the entry pass uh, to the low block is just not good. Man, it's all around. It was horrible today. It's all around. Um, Cottrell, but also some guard passes. I think Malik Curry made one good pass to Polycap, but most everything going to Polycap, Kerrigan, 
was just it was just not theirs. Yeah, the it, it seems to me when they're trying to get that pass to Polycap or Kerrigan down low, they're just leading them too far. They're going too far. They either get them under the basket where they can't get a look, or it just goes too far and goes out of bounds. Which I it's, it's just not how you can run offense. And Quinn, I know West Virginia had this game within reach for the majority of the game. Second half, they led 621 left, I think it was. Taz Sherman hits a three, West Virginia goes up one. But what do you think was the biggest X factor going down the stretch that led Texas Tech to be able to come out with the 12-point victory, Quinn? Yeah, I think it's uh, going back to turnovers. Like I think you talked about earlier, Wesley. Uh, West Virginia turned over 17, which is right on average for Texas Tech uh, as they turned over 16 and a half times. Uh, I think just their offensive possession overall um, was just their way, way over West Virginia. Like you said, Sherman hit a three with about six minutes left, but only like two or three minutes later, uh, Texas Tech grew their lead to a nine-point lead. Uh, that was mainly because of Shannon, um, and their their movement was just way too much for West Virginia's defense today. Yeah, I agree, but I also think a lot of this movement's coming from West Virginia's lack of ball pressure. Earlier in the year, we saw Kedrian Johnson really go get after opposing point guards, and recently it's become more of the Malik Curry show than anything. Uh, Malik Curry was in foul trouble all day today. Um, but he still had more five more minutes played than uh, Keedit. And I just think if West Virginia is going to be successful, it starts with ball pressure at the top. And I don't know what they do if they can't keep Kedrian Johnson and Millie Curry in games. I agree. Um, you know, Malik, there's a stretch where he, he couldn't even get on the floor. Um, you know, I, I agree with your point, Wesley. I, I don't think Kedrian Johnson has been much of a factor lately. He had uh, one nice bucket earlier in the game, I think his first half, but four turnovers, a couple of them were unforced. Uh, you know, Malik's been playing good, but, you know, two for seven from the field and, you know, he couldn't stay out of foul trouble. It's just that wasn't going to get done today, especially with uh, Kedrian Johnson not picking it up as much as Curry. The one positive I will say for Malik Curry is he's been lights out at the free throw line recently. Um, hate to possibly jinx him going forward, but he went seven to seven tonight. Um, it seems like he's almost automatic when he gets there. And a lot of Malik Curry's game is just getting downhill and getting to the bucket and drawing contact. And I think if he provides that consistency at the free throw line, that's just as good as offense for West Virginia. Now going to you, Quinn, um, free throws and fouls, big story of today's game. Obviously, Texas Tech's length seemed to provide problems at times um, as West Virginia couldn't really get the ball to the middle. Um, going forward, Quinn, what do you think this team has to work on if they're going to make a statement and try and win some more Big 12 games here? Yeah, uh, I think they need to hit free throws. I think Huggins has always said that's a big uh, thing. That's like the Easiest thing to do. I mean, I mean, they only missed four free throws tonight. I mean, that's about pretty good if you're if if we're being honest. It is, and it's showing a lot of uh, it's showing a lot of progression because Huggins teams haven't always been like that. They haven't always been the best free throw shooting teams, uh, but they did shoot it really well tonight. Um, I mean, on, on the inside of West Virginia's offense, you're still getting some production. It's not always just from the same people. Dude, like like you were saying, uh, Polycap 
I mean, he had a dunk with about 12 minutes left that brought the Mountaineers within one point. Um, and that made a really close game. And then Jalen Bridges, he had a couple of threes, which is uh, pretty interesting for him to do. He's he's done that before. He can go on the outside and shoot the ball. Um, but I think if West Virginia wants to continue to have success, they're obviously going to need to stop turning turning the ball over. But they're also going to want to want continued production from Paula Cap and Bridges uh, in specific in the front court. Yeah, and I still think Isaiah Cottrell is the biggest X factor for me going forward. If he can get it, if he can get it going, this team's a lot different. Uh, game balls. Um, I'm gonna go Terrence Shannon on Texas Tech. He had himself a night. Uh, went three for seven from three, seven to twelve from the field, and he seemed late to just have find a big shot when they needed it. Um, not really gonna give one to West Virginia. I think Taz. He was close to getting one, but I think he, the six turnovers is really um, just not what West Virginia needs from him. Aaron, who who you got for game balls? I think the obvious one is is Terrence Shannon with twenty three, seven of twelve, and he hit he hit about three threes down the stretch. Like like Quinn said, you know, about six minutes to go, Taz gave the Mountaineers the lead, but then you know Texas Tech scores twelve points without even. Um, before you can even look up, and and Shannon got most of that done. So I'd give him the ball, and O'Banner was also good. He showed his post moves, scoring in, in the mid-range and, and some jump hooks, and he was just way better than all the bigs for WVU. So those two. What about you, Quinn? Yeah, I mean, it's obvious you have to take Shannon and O'Banner, but I think for West Virginia, uh, Curry, like we've talked about a number of times, getting hot at the right time. Uh, it's full-on Big 12 season right now. And the fact that he's been able to have double digits against like the best teams in the conference, uh, that's a, I think that says a lot about Huggins' trust in him um, and his ability to hold the, take the ball uh, and make some plays in West Virginia's offense currently. And I think yeah. we'll continue to see that down Big, big 12 play. Yeah, I, I think Curry getting going is a really good sign. West Virginia has been searching for that third scorer. But now they need to get their first and second scores going too. You've got your third score in Curry. You've got your third score possibly in JB. But you got to get Taz and Sean going on a more consistent basis. I know post game Huggins. Um, he was frustrated with his team. He he was frustrated with his team's offense. He he, he felt like his team didn't run uh, the sets that they had practiced. Um, he said, we didn't run what we practiced. We were going to run. And I went over this two days in practice. We went over it before the game. We went over it at every timeout and they still never ran what I asked them to run. This frustration, I think is just coming from Huggins kind of searching. He's searching for offense. You you score 65 points against a, a team on the road. That's ranked in the top 20. That gives you a chance to win. And you just can't give up 78. But you also got to run better offense. Um, West Virginia shot 40% from the field. But I feel like a lot of times they were turning the ball over. They were getting bad possessions where they'd be forcing shots up late. Aaron, what do you what do you think of Huggins' comments? And what do you make of that going forward? I agree with him. There's no way they ran all the sets that, that Hugs and, and Harrison and those guys went over in practice this past week. Because um, in the game, you know, as a Mountaineer fan watching that, you're shocked to death if somebody besides Taz Sherman is scoring the basketball. Um, obviously, Sean was a no factor. He couldn't really get a shot today. Um, I guess credit Texas Tech's defense, but guys like JB and, and those guys, Kedrian Johnson, is just the offense is not there. And frankly, it didn't even look like it was close to there today. So 
Um, yeah, getting getting other guys besides Taz. You got you got to get JB and, and Sean going consistently because there's some games where Sean's going to score 25, 26, but then we can't have nights where he's scoring four and six. It's just not going to get it done. Yeah, I think the inconsistency for McNeil is what's been surprising. It was supposed to be the him and Taz show this year, and a lot of times it's been either just the Sean show or just the Taz show. Yes. Quinn, what, what do you think – West Virginia should do. Do you think they should panic? They are now two and four in conference. They got Oklahoma and then Arkansas on the road next Saturday. Um, what do you think of this team? We're almost as we're almost a third of the way through a Big Twelve schedule. Uh, I think this team has shown flashes of who they can really be at, at their best, at least um, against Baylor earlier this week. Um, they were, I mean, there were points where they were playing top-notch defense, and they would turn the ball over, and they would move the ball on offense, uh, which is the biggest thing um, that the Mountaineers need to do right now, move it in and out. Uh, I don't think it's time to panic right now for the Mountaineers. Uh, you still have some Big 12, You still have a good amount of Big 12 play left. Uh, it's mid-January right now. Um, if you can get, like you were saying, Wesley, if you can get uh, your three, three – consistent scorers on pace um you can maybe find a fourth in there uh not on the, every single night but if you can ball movement uh ball pressure get in people's faces um especially against a big 12 any big 12 team that can shoot the ball yeah i i agree and i think going forward this team's just gonna have to take care but take better care of the basketball and try and find uh more more scoring on the offensive end anything else from either of you guys I think Oklahoma is a huge game. Um, you got – as a WV fan, you want to see them get Oklahoma at home. You want to see them come out and be as inspired as they've been all year uh, following these last two or three losses. They've been tough. A lot of, been on, a lot of them have been on the road, but you got to get Oklahoma um, and just got to hope that they come out inspired. When? Uh, I think you just need to watch – West Virginia scores like we've talked about and make sure we're getting pressure on the ball. Um, turnovers, we need to limit turnovers. Um, that's been a big thing for sure. So I think limiting turnovers can lead to uh, more winning, especially in the Big 12. Well, that will wrap it up today. West Virginia loses 13 by 13, 78 to 65 in Lubbock, Texas. Mountaineers will return to action uh, next Wednesday night uh, against Oklahoma before they travel to Arkansas in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. We'll get you guys a preview coming up uh, either Monday, Tuesday in that range. But until then, we thank you for listening, and this is the BlueAndGoldSports.com podcast.